0: And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events, as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford.
1: Can I have a word, Laura? Yes, Allison. Alison. Is there a problem? No. I just wondered how you're finding Judy's shampoo bars. Any issues? None. The clients really like them, and so do I. They smell great, get the hair very clean and shiny, and they last for ages. Plus... There's no single-use plastic. How about you, Sharon? What do you think of the new shampoo bars? Seemed a bit strange to use at first, but the clients like them. And as Laura says, the hair comes up shiny, and they're much kinder on my hands than the normal shampoo. Hmm, sounds like we're willing to risk ordering a second batch from Judy. Yes, definitely. Why is it a risk, Alison? We're talking shampoo bars, not nuclear missiles. Let me give you some background. The first time we bought hair products from Judy, supposedly high-end goods at a bargain price, they were a nightmare. Some clients complained they stank. Others got a nasty rash. It was awful. Mm, I had only just persuaded Fiona to let me and Laura take on the ordering. And there I was, panicking. We'd get sued. Uh, Did anyone sue? No, thank goodness. Judy refunded us and we made grovelling apologies to all our clients and reimbursed them. Because we acted quickly it blew over. Uh, True, but it's made me wary of Judy in case she pulls another stunt like that. Uh, Was she that chatty lady Uh, who who was in yesterday afternoon? Yes, she's very talkative. She seemed nice. Maybe she's just a genuine person who got conned herself. Maybe. And I must admit, she's come up trumps with the solid shampoos. Certainly has. I've got clients who want to buy them to use at home. So we're agreed then. We'll put in another
2: order. Sorry I'm late, Alistair.
3: No problem, Chantelle. Grab a drink. Supper's nearly ready.
2: Mmm, smells lovely. What are we having?
3: Uh, nothing special. Just guinea fowl in red wine.
2: Oh, sounds very special to me.
3: Uh, only the best for you, my love.
2: By the way, I haven't really thanked you for paying back the holiday money.
3: Oh, You're welcome. Once we're married, with a joint account, things will be easier.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, would you like a glass of wine?
3: Oh, Yes, please.
2: Alistair, I've been thinking about the wedding.
3: I should hope you have, my dear.
2: I want it to be really special.
3: Don't worry, it will be.
2: With Dave, it had to be secret and quick, in case a load of fans turned up. One evening, he announces, it's tomorrow morning at the registry office.
3: (laughs) So he just sprung it on you?
2: Absolutely. I didn't even have time to buy a dress.
3: Well... This time, it'll be much better. For our wedding, you can buy whatever dress you like, darling.
2: I want our wedding to be really romantic, so I thought we could have it at Phonab. Your ancestral home looks like something out of a fairy tale.
3: Not an option. It's too far away and booked up at least two years ahead.
2: Our friends wouldn't mind travelling. And you're the owner. Surely they could squeeze you in.
3: I've already told you. It won't work.
2: Oh, why not? I'd love to meet your family and...
3: Just leave it, Chantel. Now look what you've made me do. Dinner's ruined. And it's all your fault.
4: Glad I ran into you, boys. I have a proposition for you. What's that, Adam? Well, Ryan, we'd like Mabel and the Edge to do a live programme on Radio Huntsford. Doing what, exactly? Well, we'd start with an interview, Mario. You'd get to talk about how you got together, your recording contract, your up-and-coming gigs, any future plans, etc. Do you think the people who come to our gigs listen to Radio Huntsford? Tom, the people who come to our gigs are fans already. Radio Huntsford will introduce us to potential new fans. Ah, good point. You're a local band with good prospects. We want everybody to know about you. Can we plug our new album? You can do better than that. You can play a couple of tracks from it live. (laughs) I don't know about that. We've never played live on radio before. You know how good our production is, Ryan. Just be yourselves, as though you're doing a gig, and you'll sound great.
0: Works for me. I'm
4: up for it. Me too. And me, I guess. Great, that's settled then. Let's agree a date.
0: Charlotte, is that you? If not, and you're an intruder, please be gentle with me. I'm exhausted.
1: Of course it's me, Raymond. Who else would it be? Where have you been all evening? I've been waiting for you for the past two hours.
0: But it's Thursday. You normally stay with Rachel on Thursdays. Anyway, you seem to have amused yourself in my absence.
1: Oh, don't be so mean. I needed a drink. I have an awful day.
0: Why? What's happened?
1: I've been bombarded with hate mail from
0: constituents. Well, I hate to say it, but I am not surprised. You decided to speak out on gender equality. You agreed to take the ice bucket challenge. You've only got yourself to blame, love. Oh, I don't need this, Raymond. You're my husband. I need your support. I do support you, my love.
1: You used to, but not anymore. You're never here in your own house. You're always at Fiona's. Anyone would think you were married to
0: her, not me. No, that's not fair. I've been looking after my little boy. Why should
1: I have to come home to an empty house?
0: Like I said, I thought you were away.
1: You're putting Fiona and Jasper above your own family.
0: Oh, that's a bit rich. Coming from the woman who kept Rachel and my grandkids a secret. What's that got to do with it? I missed out on seeing Olivia and Henry as babies so I'm making up for that lost time by helping my little Jasper. Oh, so basically it's my fault you're neglecting me. Oh, that's not what I meant. Oh, that's how it sounded. I'm going to bed.
3: Tommy, have you changed that barrel of lager yet?
4: Just finished, Dad. Uh, Try it.
3: Ah, thanks, son. You know, you can be useful right enough. Okay, I'm back. Uh, Do you want to take a break while it's quiet? Ah, thanks, son. I could do a cup of coffee. And uh, do you two rock stars want one?
4: Yes, please, Duncan. Two sugars, please. I need the energy. Being a rock star is tougher than I thought. (laughs) See,
3: that's the price of fame right there, Ryan. Right, I'll be back in a jiffy.
4: Tom? We must tell Duncan that we're quitting the Red Line to concentrate on our music. We can't put it off any longer. I know, but he won't be happy. And cos I'm his son, he'll take it personally. I know, but... We've got to be brave and just do it. Shh! Look, he's coming back. Let me handle this. Here's your coffee, lads. Look, Dad, you're not going to like this. But me and Ryan are going to quit working here. Our record company's going to ditch us if we don't. Ah,
3: to be honest, son, I've seen this coming. See, MD can work in a bar, but not MD can be a musician. You know, you got to go for it while you get the chance. Really, Dad? Aye. Although, it's a shame the pub's no longer going to be a family business, though. know, oh, no, I'm sorry. Right, look. You can't leave until the new year, all right? I mean... I've got to find replacements, and we need to get through Christmas as well.
4: No problem. We already said we have to work Christmas and New Year. In that case then, best of luck, lads.
2: What are you looking at, Bob?
4: Oh, Judy, you, you made me jump, creeping up behind me like that.
2: Well, I wasn't creeping, but I am curious as to why you're looking online at baby toys. Not feeling pretty, are you? It's a bit late for that.
4: Oh, no, no, I, no, I wasn't looking at babies' toys. My search engine took me to the wrong website, that's all. Yeah, well, then why are you being all weird and looking guilty? No, I'm, I'm not. I, I was searching for a torque wrench and I must have typed in toy by mistake, then hit
2: return. I see. Well, I was getting quite excited for a moment, thinking that you were going to be a grandfather. Um, what do you mean? We well, thought Robbie's girlfriend might be pregnant.
4: Oh, calm down, Judy. Fernanda's not pregnant and we're not
2: going to be grandparents. Oh, shame. Oh, look at that cute toddle truck. Oh, it'd be lovely to have a little baby to buy it for. The only other baby we know Fiona is Fiona's Jasper.
4: Oh, oh is, is that what he's called? But we don't know Fiona
2: well enough to buy her a baby present.
4: Judy, what is the matter with you? No one's pregnant and I'm not looking up baby stuff, OK. Now, let me search for that torque wrench.
2: Okay, Bob. Well, I'll go make dinner. It would be nice to be a grandma, though.
1: Episode 95 was written by Helen Cooley and 96 Jean Fairburn. Laura was played by Carol Hooper, Alison J. mccurcher Kay, Sharon Vicky-Merchant, Alistair Patrick-Ruddy, Chantelle Becky-Zarati, Adam steve Kay. Mario Tony Irving, Raymond Ben West, Charlotte Tina Yates, Ryan Stuart Nunn, Tommy Pete Woolman, Duncan John McCusker, Bob Roger Ems, and Judy Sonia Anderson. Post-production engineer Sue Rodwell-Smith. Sounds Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Huntsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.